Good morning and welcome to the Magic Time Podcast, special Roster Moves Edition. I'm Scott Squires, and I hope you're having a great morning or even afternoon, wherever you are, depending on where you're listening to this podcast. Pleased to be joined by the head coach of the Moncton Magic, Joe Salerno. Good morning, Joe. Hey, good morning, Scott. How are you? I'm doing excellent, sir. Uh, official first day of summer, at least for uh, for my youngest, my daughter. Uh, what about uh, what about your two, uh, Cam and Alex? How are they doing? Ah, uh, they're, they're doing well. We're we're just kind of finishing up the uh, the first week of of summer vacation here, and uh, I'm already I'm already ready to send them back to school. So <laughs> the uh, no, they, they've been great. They've been really excited uh, just to kind of be home and. Uh, you know, my two kids get along pretty well with each other, and, and they enjoy kind of playing uh, playing with each other. So they're having a great time, and uh, looking forward. We're going on a little little family vacation here. We're leaving Monday, so uh, they're pretty excited about that as well. Yeah, I saw your uh, post on social media that you you felt you said you felt like uh, Clark Griswold, which is the Chevy Chase character from <laughs> the National Lampoon Vacation movies. So uh, I I told you from from the first movie they had the. Uh, the family truckster there, so you're gonna to have to get it all loaded up, Coach. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And, and I, I, I'm a big fan of, of Clark uh, Clark Griswold, and uh, certainly am sharing the same excitement for our family vacation, uh, you know, that he has. So no, I'm really, really looking forward to it. Getting out on the road uh, with the family a little bit. Now we'll move on and talk roster moves in a second. But as you're saying that, I know Cam's not quite old enough yet, but I, I picture you guys sitting on a rock in the desert somewhere and and sharing a beverage and, and can kind of shotguns at all and passes you back the empty can. Coach. I, I see that in your future. <laughs> yeah, I could, I could probably see that too. Um, yeah, no, like, like I said, we're, we're really excited. We're uh, going to head down to, uh, to uh, Boston uh, for the 4th of July and, you know, go to the ocean, go to the uh, uh, New England aquarium. And, uh, you know, then of course spend some time with some family in, in Vermont and Maine Uh so, yeah, Cam, Cam's pretty fired up, man. He's looking forward to it. Well, listen, uh, it's going to be a great time. We certainly wish you uh, safe travels and have a good time. Now, uh, we'll get to the business at hand, which is, even though you're going on vacation, kind of things never stop for for your role with the Moncton Magic. Uh, a couple of really big announcements, uh, probably the two biggest announcements of the offseason in the NBL Canada. Uh, first off, uh, just last week, uh, you and I talked a couple weeks ago about some things that were going on in, in the protected list, and one player in particular that you were hopeful to be able to sign and bring back into the fold was Corey Almond. That has happened. Coach, uh, kind of what was the uh, the road that led to Corey signing on the dotted line? Yeah, no, um, of course, we're, we're very excited to have Corey back, first and, and foremost, Um but as I had mentioned, you know, he, he certainly was a priority for us to re-sign for, for the upcoming season. Um, you know, Corey had a great year here last year. He really enjoyed playing for, for the Magic. He loved, uh, you know, being in the city of Moncton and, and just being with this organization. So, um, you know, we just wanted to make sure that, that we kind of sewed him up. Uh, he's an extremely important piece to have, you know. Um, and we kind of started talking. We never really left communication, you know, from the end of the season up, up to him resigning uh, a week or so ago. And, you know, we just talked a lot about, you know, kind of what we're, we're going to look to do this season. And, and again, kind of what the expectations of his role would be coming back in. And uh, it's just a really good fit, you know, like I've mentioned before in, in other uh, interviews and whatnot, Corey really is kind of just the, the, almost the model, um, you know, type player that, that, the magic look for 
Um, just, just how he handles himself, his work ethic, um, you know, what he puts into this organization as well as in the community. And, you know, he was just a really important piece for us to, to re-sign. So, obviously, I'm, I'm very excited we were able to get that done uh, early. So many things go into wanting to sign a player, wanting to bring a player in, or in Corey's case, bring a player back. And having had the pleasure of being around him and watching him last year, you know, certainly there were times in games where he was that real spark plug and, and got the guys going on the floor, got the fans going in the stands. He was always typically one of the first guys out during shoot-around, one of the last guys off the floor. You always see him on social media all the hard work that he does. His game on the floor aside, how much did it weigh into your desire for you to bring him back and for the team to bring him back? Um, how much played into that in terms of the intangibles that he brings away from the floor? Oh, a lot, you know, an awful lot. And, um, you know, like we've mentioned, we're, we're probably going to have a, a bit of a younger team this year. Um, so it's certainly important to still have that veteran presence and, and really kind of a role model to, to younger players. Um, I think anytime a player comes back to an organization for a second season, you know, there's almost this, this kind of built-in leadership role. You know, he's been here before. He knows how we like to do things, um, you know, and, and he's going to kind of be that, that extension, um, you know, of, of myself and of the magic, you know, on the court with, with younger players and, and hopefully they can kind of look to Corey and, and see how he handles himself, uh, both in practice, you know, his, his personal workouts, how he takes care of his body. Um, you know, all those type things. We really hope that Corey's going to rub off on, on some of our younger talented players. So that certainly was a factor in, in bringing Corey back, you know, aside from what he brings to the table on the court, you know, he really brings just as much off the court and, um, you know, exactly what we want our players to uh, to be like. You know, Corey Allman's just a, a great example of a true professional player. Well, the other side of that coin as well is that uh, he really is a fan favorite. He endeared himself to the fans in Moncton last year, and I know the fans are really excited to have Corey back. Now, Corey, a returning player, a veteran guy, and perhaps one of the young players that he's going to be able to work with and mentor is a signing that was announced just yesterday. Young man out of the uh, Halifax Dartmouth area, uh, former star at Auburn Drive High School uh, down in uh, the Halifax Regional Municipality. Uh, Gentry Thomas signing on the dotted line yesterday. Saw the cool picture that he sent out signing the contract with his uh, with his folks right there. I guess first thing is, Coach, uh, when did Gentry get on your radar? When did you first uh, see him and, and kind of how did you become aware of him? Yeah, uh, Gentry, you know, the first time I saw Gentry was actually uh, last summer. Um, he was playing in the, the Courtside Classic, which is a, a pro-am put on by, by Nathan Clark and, and Courtside Sneakers, um, which is based out of Charlottetown. You know, it, it, it's, it, it draws, you know, quite a few NBL professional players as well as a lot of good collegiate players, uh, university players in the area. And uh, I was able to see Gentry play last summer. And he really just kind of blew me away uh, to the point I was hoping to to sign him last year. Um, but he still had a semester of school left to finish his degree at the University of California, Riverside. Um, so he actually went back to school and, and finished his degree, although he had no basketball eligibility left uh, this past year. 
So I kind of just kept tabs on him a little bit. We stayed in a little bit of communication over the course of the uh, the season. Uh, and then I actually went back to Charlottetown a few weeks ago to watch Gentry play in that same tournament again. Uh, and he played on a team with, with Terry Thomas and, and uh, Anthony Anderson, uh, Tyler Scott, Brad States, Terrell Baines. He played on the team that actually won that tournament. And, you know, there were a lot of times that, that, that Gentry was, you know, really one of the best players on the court during that tournament. And it really just kind of sewed the deal up for me. Uh, and, and I met with actually him and his folks uh, right there in Charlottetown a few weeks back. And, and we had a wonderful chat about the magic and, and kind of, uh, you know, what we felt we could provide Gentry in his rookie professional season. And, um, you know, after that meeting, I, I really had a good feeling that he, he was going to end up signing with us. And, you know, about a week and a half later, uh, you know, he did sign. So uh, I've known him for a, a little while and uh, I've had the opportunity to see him play live, um, you know, a few times. And, you know, I, I was sold right away. Well, I know last summer uh, he grabbed some headlines. Uh, it was a four-day tournament uh, called the uh, Peace Basketball Tournament. It was uh, teams from Halifax, North and East Preston, Toronto, Boston. And uh, a lot of very good teams, a lot of really good uh, rosters. And uh, Gentry was actually named the MVP for the team that he played on. For anyone that may be not familiar with him, Coach, uh, what's his style? What's he going to bring to the Magic? Yeah, well, um, Gentry, I mean, he's he's very athletic. You know, he's a very athletic, long, you know, he's six foot four, about 200 pounds. He has actually has a six foot 10 wingspan. Um, wow. And, and he's he's really a, a scorer by nature. You know, he's um, he's a bit of a slasher. You know, he, he's a guy who can really create his own offense. And, you know, we lacked that a little bit last year. You know, we, we had some, some very good offensive players, but, you know, you look at a guy like, like Corey Allman, who, who really was a guy who could, you know, maybe create his own jump shot or, or was great coming off screens, you know, or Al Stewart was a guy who could, could got to get to the rim and, and look to score that way. You know, Gentry can really create his own offense, whether it's beating guys off the bounce, uh, you know, knocking down open jump shots, you know, pulling up for mid-range jumpers. You know, he's a guy who just he has a great handle and, and can really break down defenders. And he's big enough and athletic enough to, to get to the rim and, and really finish uh, consistently, you know. So that size, that athleticism, um, he has a pretty high motor. So, you know, I think he's also going to fit in very well with us defensively. You know, I think he could be a very good wing defender in this league. And, and for a rookie coming right out of school, you know, I think physically he, he's ready to play at this level right away, um, which is always a, a plus to have. So, you know, he, he checks off a lot of boxes that, that we were looking for this year. Um, and I, like I said in, in the in initial interview with uh, the time transcript here, you know, I feel like he's a, a guy that can that can have an impact, um, you know, for our team and, and in the NBL uh, in his first season. Well, it's interesting that you say that because, you know, you never want to place expectations too high on any player, in particular uh, a rookie coming into the league. But as we've seen, in the National Basketball League of Canada, you know, rookies can have an impact. And of course, you know, still a bit of a road ahead in terms of training camp and, and getting to the opening of the regular season in November. But to your point about him making an impact, again, without placing any expectation on, expectations on him, coach, knowing what you know of, know of him, having seen him play, and, and obviously having talked to him, getting a feel for the type of young man that he is, you know, 
really how much of an impact do you feel that he can have on this team? Well, I think that's, you know, it's obviously it's yet to be known. Um, I just believe right now, physically, he has the capabilities to, to make an impact with his length, with his athleticism, his size, um, you know, and when you can kind of check that box off, the rest then falls on, on Gentry and, and how quickly he can kind of pick up the pro-style game, pick up our systems and, and how, you know, comfortable he can get. Um, you know, once he does, once he, once he can do those things, I think he, he can have an impact. So, um, you know, like I said, I'm not sure how big of an impact that will be, but, you know, we look at Gentry as a guy who, who comes in, if he works hard and, and picks up the game quickly, you know, he's certainly a guy that could, could see some playing time for us, uh, you know, in his rookie year, which, you know, we're excited about. And anytime you can have a Canadian and, and a rookie Canadian who, who can play, um, you know, probably right away, that, that's a great thing for your team. You know, you look at Denzel Taylor, uh, who was a true rookie Canadian for us last year. You know, I really wasn't sure how much of an impact Denzel could have when he got to training camp. And, you know, it turned out he picked up things very quickly and was a huge impact for us on the defensive side of the ball. And, and you know, he became a rotation player uh, in his first season in the league. So, you know, we're hoping to see, uh, you know, somewhat of the same uh, from Gentry, just in a bit of a different role. Well, you know, it may sound funny when I say this, but... Uh, you know, sometimes you can look at somebody that plays a sport, whether it's basketball, hockey, football, whatever the case may be, and you can just kind of look at them, look at a picture, look at some highlights, and think to yourself or say to yourself, man, he looks like a ball player. When I saw the sign and I did a little research, the first thing that jumped into my head was, man, he looks like a baller. He looks like a player. Is that kind of the same deal with you maybe? Oh, I mean, lots of guys can look like players, you know. I mean, if you if you yeah. stay in the gym, you know, a lot of guys can can have that look to him. Uh, but he is a player, and actually, I mean, Gentry, he he has some some pretty serious basketball kind of blood in his veins. I don't know if you read uh, some of Dave Tingley's uh, tweets and comments about Gentry the other day, but uh, Gentry is from a basketball family. Um, I believe he, he's actually he's cousins with. Uh, with Dylan Brooks, who plays for the Memphis Grizzlies, um, you know, obviously was a star at Oregon and, and actually is playing for the uh, the Canadian men's senior national team right now. Um, he also is, I believe, second cousins with uh, with with a guy we know pretty well, Terry Thomas. Wow. Um, yeah, I, I believe Gentry's father is cousins with uh, with Terry Thomas's father. So. He he has a lot of, of basketball blood in, in his veins, and, and he's uh, he's certainly from a, an athletic bloodline and, and family. Um, so hey, you know sometimes looks can be deceiving, but but certainly not with Gentry. I think he looks the part, and, and I think he certainly is going to be able to uh, to play the part. Yeah, he's definitely got uh, some bloodlines, and even just uh, looking at some of the comments on his Instagram account, I connected with him on Instagram, and and. You can see a lot of the names, a lot of the, the people commenting on his uh, Instagram post are really, really good basketball players and young basketball players. The other thing, too, Coach, you know, you mentioned uh, Denzel Taylor, and I know that, you know, some things still have to happen in terms of getting players to sign on the dotted line. But the Moncton Magic shaping up to have some really solid can Canadian content. Would you perhaps feel right now going into next season that uh, 
the Moncton Magic potentially have the best Canadian talent in the National Basketball League of Canada? Well, I mean, I'm not, I'm not sure about that, but it's certainly something we're, we're striving uh, to do. Um, you know, there, there's quite a few teams that had some, some really great Canadian talent last year. You know, I thought Halifax, obviously, with, with, uh, with Tyrone Watson and, and Ronaldo Dixon. And, and, you know, I mean, they, they certainly had some ca- talented Canadian players, as well as obviously London uh, has seemed to always kind of have the, the cream of crop uh, when it comes to Canadian talent. You know, for us, we're, we're just really pleased. I feel like we've been able to find some really good talent right here in the Maritimes. Um, you know, obviously, when you look at, at Terry Thomas uh, and what he's done in this league, being from, from the Halifax area, you know, Marquise Clayton is another guy who I, who I still believe will be a, a good pro who had signed with us last year, also from the Halifax area. And then you look at Gentry Thomas. So, you know, I'm, 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 I'm happy with some of the talent we've been able to get from right here in the Maritimes. And, you know, we'd like to kind of carve our, our niche here as, as you know, the, the spot to play for the best Maritime talent. Um, and I think Gentry, you know, is a testament to that. I really think Gentry's kind of a, kind of a sleeper. Uh, and, and maybe not a lot of people know about him just for the fact, you know, he played prep basketball at Orangeville Prep at the Athlete Institute in, in Orangeville, Ontario. Uh, and then he played, you know, his college basketball in the United States, in, in Utah and in California. So, like I said, I think he's a little bit of a sleeper, uh, but for maritime talent, you know, I, I think he's, he's probably one of the best young players out there. So uh, certainly ex- excited about him. You know, Coach, if you had been a panhandler back in the gold rush days way back when, you would have been rich because you've shown the ability to be able to mine talent where perhaps others uh, haven't been able to, to find it. Is that a knack that you've always had? Because you really do have a track record of being able to recruit and find players that perhaps were flying under the radar on other areas, but you find them and they turn out to be, you know, really good quality players. Is that something that is natural to you or do you work at that? Well, I mean, it's, it's definitely a lot of work. And I think that that comes with, with longevity as well. Um, you know, you, you do this for as long as I have, you, you, you make an awful lot of connections and you really kind of establish a network and you certainly try to establish a reputation, um, you know, a, a solid reputation, one that, that players here, okay, you know, th- this guy is, he's solid. He's going to tell me, you know, how it is. And, um, you know, he's had some success. And I, like I said, I think some of that comes with, with longevity and, and you just end up meeting a lot of people and, you know, people start kind of respecting what you do and, and they understand, you know, when you tell them this is going to be a great opportunity for you, you know, they believe you. And, and that's all part of, of recruiting is the reputation that you try to establish. Um, you know, obviously it, you got to sell guys too, right? I mean, you, you have to sell them on, on, on the opportunity. And, you know, we always joke, you know, I, I, I try to sell ice to Eskimos and, and, you know, if you can do that, you know, you're uh you're going to be doing all right. But, um, yeah, no, I think we have found some talent. I, I, I certainly, um, you know, I'm happy with, with some of the players that I found over the years and, and uh, you know, just continue to, to try to find even better every year. Well, when I saw that he had the last name Thomas, speaking of Gentry, my first thought was, as the play-by-play guy, now I've got a couple of Thomases on the team. But on his Instagram account, he's got Gentry Buckets Thomas. So this could be good for me, Coach. He just might end up being Buckets all year. He, you know, I hope he is. <laughs> I, uh, I, I hope he is. I hope the, the name holds some water. Um, 
you know, he's certainly a guy that, that can get buckets. I mean, there's no doubt about it. And I'm just, uh, I'm just excited to see him transition to the pro game. You know, we have talked that, that this absolutely will be the highest level of play uh, that he's, he's played at yet. So there's going to be, you know, a bit of a learning curve and there's going to be an adjustment period. Um, but, you know, hopefully that's, that's shorter than longer and, and uh, he can get off to a good start here in his, in his very young professional career. Now, Coach, I promised before we came on uh, live, I promised to try to get you off in under a half hour because I know sometimes I tell you that I will and then we end up chatting and I don't. But I'm going to try and stick to that, Coach. You're at the 21-minute mark, so I'm going to try and transition <laughs> a bit here <laughs> and wrap it up. But before we move on quickly, you know, the the operation side of it and, and doing what you do, which is to have to craft the best roster possible and there's a business side of it. But the thing that really struck me as well was when I looked at that post that you shared on social media yesterday of Gentry signing the contract with his loved ones around him and kind of, you can just literally, you can feel the love and the emotion coming out of that picture. When you see something like that for a young man like Gentry and his family, what does that do to you in terms of the feels part of the game? Yeah, it's, it's really rewarding. I mean, it's, it's, it's rewarding uh, it's, it's, it's a feeling of accomplishment too. You know, I mean, th- this young man and, and so many of these guys, I mean, all of these guys that, that end up playing at this level, you know, they really have worked for this. I mean, the majority of their life and, and their families have been with them there pretty much every step of the way. Um, so, you know, whether it's, it's the D league, whether it's the NBA, whether it's the NBL Canada or Europe, you know, when you've reached a point that you can play basketball uh, as an adult and, and make it your livelihood, you know, something that you've been so passionate about since, since most of these guys were young children, uh, and you get to continue to do what you love, I mean, that, that's a special thing. Um, so, you know, when we find a, a player that we feel is going to be a good fit for our organization and, and, you know, he feels the same way and his family feels the same way, it's a really great feeling. And, and I think that picture, that photo of, of Gentry and his, his parents yesterday, that, that kind of just, you know, it encompassed all of that. I mean, it, it was just, uh, you, you love seeing that. And, and, and Gentry and this young man, I mean, he's very excited about this opportunity. He's excited to start this new chapter of his life. And, and this is just the first chapter, right, of his professional career. And, and he has aspirations to, to do this for a while and, and probably go on to other countries and, um, so yeah, it's a great feeling. And, and, you know, I had a big smile when I saw that photo and, uh, certainly had to repost it and, and share with, uh, with other people. And, uh, it's just a really nice thing. It was indeed. And well said before we let you go here, I know that uh, you got a big event coming up in Vegas, uh, in July, but in terms of your calendar and things that you want to get accomplished in the near future, uh, for the Moncton Magic and for roster moves. Anything else you can kind of give us a little insight on here before we wrap? Yeah, uh, headed to July on, on the 6th, or excuse me, headed to Las Vegas uh, on the 6th of July. So that, that is coming up very quickly here. Um, you know, for me, we're, we're certainly talking to a, a few more of our kind of protected players to, to really kind of see where they're at. You know, you'd love to, to try to get those guys either under wraps or, or just have that idea you know, whether you think they'll be returning or not before you go out to, you know, your biggest recruiting trip of the, of the summer, uh, which is Las Vegas in in our case. So uh, for me over the next week, 
Although on on vacation with the family, uh, you know, I'll probably be on the phone. I'll be on the phone an awful lot too. Um, you know, we, we've had a lot of good chats with Denzel Taylor uh, and his agent as of late. Um, you know, I'm 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 hoping. I'm I'm pretty confident that uh, you know we're going to be able to come to an agreement with Denzel, uh, which would be great to see him back for a second season. Also, very young in his his career. Um, you know, and and then obviously, you know, we want to kind of have our conversations with, uh, you know, with Terry and, and uh, with Jason Calise and these guys and, and kind of see where they're at with things. So just continuing to kind of work the phone uh, and then you head out to Vegas and, and you just, uh, you, you try to find that new talent, that, that diamond in the rough that maybe no one else sees. Although there will be plenty of other NBL Canada teams out there and uh, it's certainly competitive, you know, with, with those teams and of course all the other teams and coaches from all over the world. Um, you know, and, and then I'm really excited to come home and, and have our, our big summer youth camp, uh, which is, is just going to be a, a great time. So it's a very busy month of, uh, of July. Yeah. We're looking forward to getting you back on and, uh, doing another podcast with us, uh, maybe right around the time that you just get back from Vegas. That would be great. Listen, coach, uh, I know that you live in Canada, work in Canada. So I want to wish you and everyone listening a very happy Canada day weekend, but of course you are from Vermont from the United States, and you're heading down there for the big 4th of July weekend. So I want to say to you and all of your family and friends, happy Independence Day. Well, thank you very much, Scott, and happy Canada Day uh, to you as well. I, I, it's going to be a hot one from what I hear. This weekend is going to be going to be pretty warm. So, uh, But no, thank you very much, and, and we're certainly looking forward to uh, to spend a little time back down in the uh, the motherland and the home country for us uh, back in the States. Looking Looking forward to it. Well, I'll leave you with this holiday road. <laughs> Load up the family yeah. truckster, coach, and uh, you and the Salernos. Safe travels and uh, have a great weekend. We'll chat to you again soon. Okay, great. Thanks a lot, Scott. 26 and a half minutes, coach. I got you in under half an hour, buddy. <laughs> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to hold you to that from, uh, from here on out. I thought it was an efficient podcast. Well done. <laughs> it was indeed. All the best. Talk soon. Thanks, Scott. That's Coach Joe Salerno. He's the head man of the Moncton Magic. We appreciate him joining us today for this special Roster Moves edition of the Magic Time Podcast. I'm Scott Squires. Enjoy the rest of your day. And again, to all of our Canadian listeners, have a wonderful, safe Canada Day weekend. And of course, to all of our friends south of the 49th parallel, happy Independence Day. Happy birthday, Canada. Happy birthday, USA. We'll talk to you again soon. Bye for now.